Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. Now, it's very, very rare where I have a guest back and interview them more than once. So there's got to be many special criteria for that. This next guest so many people ask me to have them back. I've been developing a good friendship uh, with this person. We often catch up when he's in the UK. He travels the world a lot. He's a heavyweight entrepreneur, one of the biggest social media influencers that are alive today. He's got a multi, multi-million, like nearly a billion uh, real estate uh, property portfolio fund, a huge media empire. You've probably guessed who it is. It's Mr. 10X himself, Grant Cardone. This conversation we have is totally different from the first one that we had on the podcast going back, what, 18 months nearly now, something like that. What I love about Grant is he's very clear who he is and a lot of the advice and strategies he gives you are often counterintuitive or counter um, mass perceived common sense. Like, for example, he starts talking about how uh, micromanagement is good and you should micromanage. And he talks about the advice that he was given that was really bad, which is uh, it's not better to be big. Bigger isn't always better. He thinks bigger is always better. So I think you'll find this fascinating. Now, what you may have noticed that we do as well is when we do interviews with good guests and interviews with celebrities and big business people and we go to them, we are now recording for our YouTube channel and doing the full-length video. Um, We're definitely upping our production value, I'm sure you'll agree. So if you subscribe to the Rob Moore YouTube channel, you can watch this video uh, as well as all of the other big guests and you can see how we interact and you just get a a little bit of a different feel. I think you'll agree, uh, Grant and I have got a very good rapport uh, and that's one of the things that you get when you watch the video that you might not get listening to the podcast. So this on the travels that you're on or in the gym, walking, on the car, the plane, the train, wherever, you are traveling. But if you've got time to sit down, also watch the YouTube videos. And by the way, some of the YouTube videos get hundreds of thousands of views. So that's the Rob Moore official YouTube channel. So um, thanks for listening to my preamble. Let's get straight in with the podcast with none other than Mr. 10X himself, Grant Cardone. Damn, right. I thought we were shooting a movie. <laughs> Look, are we doing Avatar? Grant, good to see you again. Come on, man. I love being around oh, you, dude. Thank you. No, no, seriously. Like, like, you know, I get, a, I get the chance to meet a lot of people, but I always enjoy being around you. Thank you. It's getting quite regular, isn't yeah, it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we got a thing going. We have got a thing going. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to figure out how to make some money doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Um, so I want to start straight in with something that's been big in the media in the UK. Okay. You may have heard of this, you may not. But there's been a bit of a campaign against billionaires. So, oh, really? Yeah, there has. There's this thing in the media right now. What, yeah, yeah, why do yeah. we need billionaires? Billionaires yeah, yeah. aren't needed. Yeah. Billionaires hoard money. Billionaires get away with taxes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there's been a big debate. Yeah. Why do we need billionaires? I feel like we need billionaires. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on yeah. that. Do we need billionaires? Or is it just a waste of money and resource? Well, it, it's foolish. 
Like it's foolish. We, we, there's trillionaires. Like what? What makes billionaires? Trillionaires. Yeah. So like people don't. They're 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 complaining about the wrong thing. How do you have a billionaire? You don't have a billionaire because of millionaires. You got billionaires because of trillion trillionaire companies. Yeah. So um, these banks, you know, who's getting a pass right now is the big giant behemoths, and and those are the big institutions that are doing trillions of dollars. Forget billions yeah um yeah do we need billionaires okay yeah. we need people taking risk people need to take more risk people need to put themselves out there people need to hire people there's too many small companies and too much small thinking going on yeah so um look i hope to be a billionaire one day yeah like you're not going to take it from me because i'm going to figure out some other way to re reallocate it yeah and 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 do good things with it yeah so um so when people say, "Oh, they hoard it; they don't pay taxes," all this yeah, that's kind of not. Stuff. But that's not true. Like, no, I, like true. I don't pay. In, I don't pay income taxes in America. Like last year, I didn't pay any income taxes. Yeah. But I paid thirty million dollars worth of property taxes. Yeah. I also hire. Uh, I have one hundred eighty-five people on one payroll and one hundred seventy-five people on another payroll. Yeah. So three hundred fifty people times what fifty thousand bucks, sixty thousand, seventy thousand dollars a year, whatever that number is. Yeah. I'm paying two hundred million dollars a year or twenty-one million dollars a year. In, Salaries, plus fifteen percent matching. Yeah, I'm I'm doing my share, yeah. fair share. Now, if I can figure out a way personally to okay, I'm going to go buy a jet. I'm going to offset my income, not pay any income taxes. Well, I'm going to play every game I can. Yeah, and everybody should play every game you can. Uh, the the problem the problem that people need to complain about right now is not the billionaires. They need to, they need to understand that the because what they're saying is there's income inequality wealth inequality. But the reality is there's education inequality. Mm. Okay, the billionaires play by a different set of rules than everybody else. So do, do I blame the guy playing by a different set of rules or do I blame the game? You know, the old, the old saying about uh, it, it, don't hate the player, yeah, hate, hate the game. The game. Yeah. You need to learn how to win at the game. Yeah. Don't hate anybody. Don't hate the game, don't hate the player, learn the game. Yeah. And the game of the wealthy, the, the, the rules are stacked for wealthy institutions and, and wealthy families. Yeah. And and people need to like understand what those rules are. Yeah. And those games are those rules, those games. Investing. Are, yeah. Not spending. Yeah. I'm gonna invest I'm I'm not gonna buy I'm not gonna buy a house. I'm gonna buy a company. Yeah. Uh you know Donald Trump, everybody Create hates jobs. Huh? Create jobs. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna have a job. Gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna create jobs. Yeah. Like, like the difference is Donald Trump, he, he buys a building in New York. He lives in it. He doesn't buy a house and live in it. Yeah. He buys a building and lives in it, rents out the whole place. He literally gets paid to live where he is, mm. right? And then moves into the White House. <laughs> so <laughs> so sa same thing with the Queen, okay? Like, like look, look at the play, man. Yeah. I mean, are you going to take the queen stuff from her? <laughs> I'm this not, is, not me. Nobody is. No. Nobody is. People have no. been trying to take her stuff for... 70 years, ain't yeah. nobody taking her stuff. No. So this is not a new thing, this is not a new problem. Like this is thousands of years old. Play yeah. the game of the wealthy, own things, own businesses, don't spend money. Yeah. Invest money, don't waste it on cars and bicycles and, like if you look at the average family in, in, in the UK, they will spend ridiculous money on things their kids want. Look, I take care of my kids. But I don't just frivolously buy them junk. Yeah. Like, okay, it's only $89, I'm gonna get it for them. 
and it's worth nothing the next day. Mm. That's where that's where yeah. the difference is. Yeah. And then and then the wealthy they, they invest money to connect with people. Okay. Uh, most people most people go home at night so they can be with their family. The thinking's different. Mm. So the, these guys are going to go to Davos and meet with uh, Bill Gates and, and 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 Warren Buffett and spend millions making connections, not tens of thousands, millions of dollars, where the average household in the UK is like, I just want to go home tonight, watch TV, and you're, you're, the people are getting punished for that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's such a massive misunderstanding between producers and consumers. I mean, mm -hmm. the billionaires produce, the people who complain about them consume. What, what, what value yeah. is being created? Yeah. I believe that p people are rewarded fairly based on the value that they create, even if we don't agree on the value that they create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're in a capitalist society and the merit is the money and the wealth. And yeah. in, in England, you've got VAT, value-added tax, yeah, you've got yeah. corporation tax, uh -huh. you've got national insurance, you've got employers and employers national yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got their um, taxes. Yeah. Uh, you've got um, also like in property, you've got stamp duty and all these taxes yeah, yeah, that are yeah. generated. So all these people complaining about the billionaires, the billionaires are creating virtually the whole economy but, and the millionaires. Well, they, they won. They, 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 they played a game and they won it. Yeah. You don't want to take their chips from them. No. Or disincentivize now, now I think, winning. I think, I think the hating really, and I talk about this all the time, that people that hate on me or hate on anything really, like when I look at that, every one of them has quit. The thing you're hating on, you quit on. Mm. And and um, I remember a guy walking out of a, I think it was an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting saying, this doesn't work, as he drank. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. of course it didn't work. And, 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 and now you're gonna rag on it. You know, mm. the, the, the person goes to an event. Uh, they had an opportunity to buy some program at the event, didn't. That's the only people that complain about people selling stuff at events. Mm. The only complainers in the room, I've been doing this 30 years, the only people that ever complain when they leave an event, well, they tried to sell me stuff and it was a big pitch thing. You didn't buy anything, did you? <laughs> okay, the same thing about a charity. Like you go to a charity event. The only people that complain about a charity event, oh, it was too long, entertainment wasn't good, the food was no good. You didn't give anything, did you? Yeah. Like there's, there's something, Value. when, when I quit, yeah. I wanna hate. Right, yeah. When I quit on b being a billionaire, then I'm like, okay, I gotta hate the billionaires. Because yeah. everybody that's watching this right now, you could be a billionaire if you made it, one, made a decision, number two, got the right, got in the right vehicle, and three, didn't quit on it. Yeah. I, I truly believe that. Anybody could do it. Right. All right, we'll come to that in a minute. Um, we were talking before the cameras went on, and uh, something you said was really interesting, and that is um, you're a micromanager. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's yeah. not the popular speak at the moment. Uh -huh. So why do you love micromanaging? And why can't I don't you love it. Why do you have to do it? <laughs> I don't love it. It's just survival. Like, yeah. it's like, 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 if you have a heart attack, do you want to be micromanaged? Yeah, probably. I'm like, dude, put put everything on me. Put you put things on me, on top of me, in me. You do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Make sure every freaking vital I got going yeah. is working. So you know, I operate my business like it's it's a it's a it's an organism that needs um, its vitals checked, you know, and it needs some prodding. To but, operate but why well. by you all the time? Why not someone well, else? Well, because because I I tend to be the one most interested. <laughs> you know, I'm the one most interested, and I have an eye for things that other people, for whatever reason, don't see. Mm. So rather than me getting furious about them not doing it or not seeing it, or quitting, okay, just turn it over to them. I mean, what does that mean? Turn it over to them. 
Who? Turn it over to who? The idiots? The crazies? I worked at a company, okay? Turn it over to Grant. I'm, I'm 20, 26 years old. I'm worried about one thing, paying my bills this month. I'm not worried about the company, man. How are you gonna turn that over to me? I'm not ready to have something turned over to me. Mm. You've met enough managers and CEOs and vice presidents. You know, Jared, Jared's a good guy. Jared's been with me 10 years. I ain't turning it over to him. 10 years, he just got a new baby. Yeah. So what does he have now? He's got a company, he's got me, he's got his wife, now he's got Jake. He doesn't see some stuff because his mind's filled with, okay, I gotta take care of my wife this month. I, gotta, I can't wait to see Jake this afternoon when I get home. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. We set up a landing page. It's not right. He didn't see it. He, he, he told Bob, do the landing page and never looked at it again. See, I tell Bob, do the landing page. I'm like, Bob, do the landing page? Show me the landing page. I, I mean, I trust no one. <laughs> I trust no one. Your wife? To do their job. Uh, no. No. Show me. How much did you spend at Chanel? Show me. <laughs> I want to see it, dude. Like, because if you don't know, because most of the time she's going to be like, if you, if you see her, you ought to try to get this clip. Okay? Say, so, <laughs> hey, what is the one thing that drives that guy crazier than anything? When you don't know. Yeah. And, and if, you, if you go back to your staff and just say, hey, what are the stats today, dude? What do we do today? They don't know. Mm. So if it's a really important stat, look, I don't micromanage everything. Okay, yeah. it's not like I do everything, but the important things, I want to know every detail. Yeah. Okay, and and uh, I think that a lot of lot of executives have checked out. You know, they've checked out of the company. Yeah. And they're not paying attention anymore. No, they got it. I'm delegating it. So so what I do is I get graphs on every important statistic in the organization every day. Okay, my like my cash accounts. I see them every morning. Is that micromanaging? Every cash account I have. Or maybe it's transparency of what's going on in your business. I want to see it, dude. Yeah. Show me, show me. Yeah. St uh, statistics, I want to know. The more <laughs> important the graph is, the more important the statistic is, the more often I want to see a number, an update yeah. on it. So like we're getting ready for our growth conference, okay? We're, uh, what, it, what, November, December, January. We're about 90 days out. Somewhere in the next week or so, I'll be like, I want to report every 15 minutes. <laughs> Every 15 minutes, I want to report. Now, what's that going to do to Jared and the team? <laughs> you have another baby. <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero. We, we got zero this 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, did, move that fucking bar. Move it. Move it, man. Okay. I want to get this thing sold out. I do not want to be worried about this thing later. Yeah. So I either micromanage now or wait until the thing's in a cardiac arrest. Yeah. It's my business, man. Mm. Okay. My kids. My kids are crossing the street. I micromanage them. Yeah. I don't, I don't want them getting hit by the car. Mm. I trust them, but I need to make sure they make it across the street. Yeah. And do you get to a point where you can let things go to people? Like you trust, yeah. do you yeah. ever trust them or do you just, they just need 30 years with you? No, I mean, like, like do I ever trust who? Give me, give me yeah, a situation. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so See, key, man, key uh, members uh, of your team, your, your staff, uh, no, your No, partners. no, no, I'm doing a $135 million real estate deal. There's a point where that deal gets, where, where it gets weird, okay, where the, the negotiations are getting grinded down. I was telling you this before the mm. interview. Um, I know Ryan can't. There, there's no way, there's no way. It's impossible for him to know how to handle this situation. It would take 30 years of experience to know how to handle the negotiations. Mm. Because some of this stuff is very nebulous. Like, what was the tone of the dude when he said no? Because you could say no one way, and you could say no with too much effort. You know, 
or, or, or there's a broker involved. Can okay. you not teach these guys this stuff? No, no, though? no, some of this is not teachable. Some really? of this is time, man. I'm 61 years old. Some of this, I could read about this in a book when I was 26, until you're in deals, and another deal, and a third deal, and a fourth deal, and you start like hundreds and then thousands of deals. You know, you, you gotta feel it. Mm. And, and, you know, some things you just, when somebody says something, like it's different today than when, when, you know, 20 years ago. Now I'm like, oh, he just lied to me. Like I know now. Mm. And if I'm aware, if I'm paying attention, Ryan doesn't know that. He's been doing deals for three or four years. I've yeah. been doing deals for 30 years. Mm. I mean, I'm nine times more years. Yeah. So, you know, it's when Jared's negotiating with somebody or we're negotiating for, I mean, I was doing a deal yesterday, right? And it's just like, I hung up the phone, Jared's like, wow, dude, that was like, that was crazy. And he just misses some moments just because of timing or, or just because of experience. Tom, Tom Brady's gotta have, because of his 19 years of winning seasons, um, He's got to know something a new quarterback doesn't know. Yeah. And, and that's, all, that's all I'm saying. If you look at the winning teams, they're like, they put their key players in. And I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not managing the toilets. I'm not managing a construction job. Mm. Um, I said, hey, this is the way I'd like it to look. You guys get it done. When is it going to be finished? Yeah. But if it's a landing page, like a landing page is a big deal for me. Like I am landing page free. <laughs> Okay, I love landing pages because they're so financially profitable. Yeah, they are. And uh, we, we, we set up a deal the other day. I want to do this tour around the United States. And I said, guys, I want these six cities on a landing page. What did they do? They put it on a website. They, they put it on grantcardone.com. I said, guys, I did I mean, I told them exactly what I wanted. But they got a lot going on. So I got to go back and what? I got to go micromanage it, dude. I don't want it. I want a landing page, dude. I don't want that, okay? I don't like these colors. I like mm. these colors, okay? Yeah. They want to do an A-B test. I don't want to do an A-B test. I want to do the G-C test. Okay? <laughs> I want to do the G-C test. You practiced that one in the mirror. That sounded like you scripted that one. No, I didn't. No, we're doing the G-T test. See, see we, we play this game <laughs> in my office, okay? We, we, it's called Grant Wrong. I know some of your viewers are going to hate this. Like, man, this guy's obnoxious. Okay. okay. I think most of them will actually like this. So, yeah. I, 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 I used to make $3 million a year. We're going to do $155 million in one company this year and just got another company that will do $400 million. Mm. So, and, I, and I figured out how to have enough energy to pay attention to all this stuff. I, I'm playing a chessboard, and I'm moving all the pieces around. Yeah. I wrote in my book, Life Leverage, about leveraging your time. Let's be honest, no one is getting less busy. And two things that have really changed my life in terms of information and the speed of information is audiobooks on two times speed and podcasts like this. But there's a company I believe that are really changing the game. They're called Blinkist and they condense the best books into 15 minute summaries. Blinkist have an ever-growing library. I personally really like Sapiens. I also like Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And I think you will like it when all my books are on there. So right now, for a limited time, Blinkist have a special offer that I've agreed with them just for my podcast listeners. You need to go to Blinkist.com slash Rob to start your seven-day trial. And Blinkist is spelt B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. That's Blinkist.com forward slash Rob to start your seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com forward slash Rob. Right, let's get back into the episode. 
I'm just going to keep moving stuff until I get the graph to go up. That's the whole goal. The goal is not to be right. Okay, if it's Grant wrong, let's get everybody behind Grant wrong. Because I, what I don't want is Grant, Jared, Sherry, Ryan, Bob, John, Rob, all having different ideas and we spend two hours in a meeting. So there's a couple of loops I think that's opened. Before the cameras went on, we were talking about, you basically said, I should probably just do real estate. I yeah, guess yeah, because yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the money. But you're an the influencer, you do social media, you've got your businesses, you've got yeah, your sales, yeah. you've got your sales training, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had it as a question here, you know, how do you want to be known? Mm. You do all these things, how do you want to be known? And then that might be linked to, why don't you just do one thing like real estate? Yeah. I mean, I want to be known for helping people. No, nobody's going to remember how much real estate I bought or the plane I flew in or how much money I have. No, yeah. Nobody. Nobody's ever remembered for that. No. Bill, Bill Gates won't be remembered for being the richest person in the world. He'll be remembered for, hey, he did something special on the mm. planet. And he will. Mm. And he will because he has money. Uh, to, back to that billionaire thing. So um, it takes money to move things, man. There, you're not going to move the bar on anything on this planet today. You're not going to Mother Teresa something today. Those days are over. You know, if Mother Teresa was in her prime right now, she would need a Gulf Stream to make a difference. Mm. She, she needs to move around. If Jesus was alive, he would have a fleet of Gulf Streams. He would have satellite distribution. He would definitely be doing a stream today. Yeah. Well, Dalai Lama, big on Facebook, got a yeah. huge following. Yeah. You got to play the game now. Yeah. Right. You got you got to be able to move to where the power the power is. Mm. And so, and and you in all these even back two thousand years ago, you had to leave. You have to leave your home. I live in Miami. I'm here. Jesus left. Like everybody's had to leave. Martin Luther King had to leave his home. Like every great player on the planet has had to leave. Mark Zuckerberg had to leave college to go to Silicon Valley. So what do I want to be remembered for? I mean, I know I'm going to be remembered for helping people. And I'm going to be remembered for this 10X thing. Mm. Never planned a 10X thing. Like, but but I, I'm, going, I'm going to be remembered for that. I used to think I was going to be remembered as this sales guy. You know, the, the greatest salesman in the world. People aren't even talking about me as a salesman anymore. Yeah. I did this interview the other day. A guy keeps asking about how to handle this one objection. I'm like, dude, get over it, bro. Like, when are you going to finally grow up and start being a businessman rather than a salesman? Mm. You're still worried about how to sell a pen. I'm trying to f figure out how to buy a pen company. So I think people are going to say, hey, this guy was a, helped me. He was a driver. He was hard, hard dude. He pushed you. You're either going to hate me at the end or you're going to be like, that dude pushed me to, 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 to do great things. Mm. I mean, Mr. Olympic over here, you know, yeah. Mr. Universe. Yeah. Somebody, somebody pushed him. He didn't yeah. push himself. No. Somebody else pushed him to get that little bit extra out of him. Yeah. Yeah, I think accountability is underrated. I think the easiest person to lie to is yourself. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's competition yeah. Yeah. or team or husband or wife or yeah. partner yeah, or the need for yeah. success and, 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 and it's not always the family members that can do it like no. like sometimes I need to hear from somebody other than the person I sleep with or my mommy and daddy you know because mm. mommy and daddy are just going to be like I love you just the way you are Yeah. but when you start getting input from somebody outside your bloodline you know I remember a, a guy about four or five years ago he, was a, he, he just sold his company he was worth 4.4 .4 billion dollars at the time he just had a big score but he had had a lifetime of doing deals, you know, and this one thing finally hit. 
And <clears throat> his impression of me was completely different than what anybody else says of me. And what he told me was, hey, Grant, you can do more. Like, and when he said that, it was just like, wow, from him, you can do more, Grant. Grant, you should do more. Grant, you must do more. And I was like, wow, it just like, it just like, it was riveting. And, and at that time I was looking at buying the jet. He's like, you absolutely should buy a jet. You should. And he's not a wasteful guy. This is a fairly frugal guy. Mm. Um, he di didn't waste money, he didn't show off. He's never on social media. And he says, look, you, you, you have the gift to help a lot of people, man. You're an extremely transparent person. You tell people like it is. You want to. You want to help people. And, and he's like, you need to go travel the world and make sure you help people. Mm. And so that was an inspiration from a guy that's done a lot. Yeah. As opposed to my family saying, like if it's a family member, this is what I'm gonna hear most of the time. Man, don't you think you're working too hard? Mm. Huh? Don't you think you're doing too much? When's enough enough? When are you just gonna be happy? Are you spending enough time with the kids? You enjoying life? This these little little things they drop. I can I, I know you hear this. <laughs> when are you just gonna be satisfied with Rob? You know? Yeah. But this guy looking in said, dude, you can do more. Yeah. And and people need that outside in, inspiration and sure. accountability. I wanna take you back a bit. Um, obviously you're everywhere doing great things at the moment, but um, when what you, you mean, were, what do you mean at the moment? At uh, the moment, it sounds like the wheels what, are what, fall but off. no, no, no. But you can do more. You can yeah, do yeah. more. <laughs> um, but uh, you had you struggled with drugs, alcohol mm -hmm. when you were younger, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I don't. I've heard a bit about that, but I want. I like to get to know the person, not yeah. what I hear on yeah, yeah, other yeah, platforms. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you how that. did you shift out of? How did you get lost in drugs yeah. and alcohol? And how did you shift shift out of it and quit it? Yeah, yeah. So my dad died when I was ten. I'm not. I'm not blaming the drugs on my dad dying, but mm. but what? But when what, I, what happened? Well, what happened was when there's no male figure in a family. Uh, worldwide, these numbers: drug addiction, incarceration, suicides, like grades. Uh, if you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. completing schools, every major indicator for a kid, girl or boy, when there's no father present, they get destroyed. Mm. I think suicide rates are six times, uh, wow. drug addictions 12 times, incarcerations four or five times. So uh, when I was 10, my dad died. 16, I got introduced to drugs. And I didn't plan on being a drug addict. Like I didn't, like yeah, 
<laughs> I'm going to be addicted to drugs. I'm going to do every drug there is, right? And then the next thing you know, dude, within a year, I was doing every drug there was. Like, you had a drug, I would do it. And I don't know what happened. I think I went to treatment when I was 25. Between the ages of 16 and 25, nine years, Rob, I quit. I tried to quit drugs for 10 times a day for nine years. Mm. I would, I would wake up in the morning, okay, I'm not going to use any drugs today. I'm probably 18 years old. I'm a good kid. Like, I, like, I grew up in a good kid, good family. Nobody beat me up. Uh, we had a roof over our head. There was nothing terrible happened to me. I wasn't sodomized. Uh, nobody, nobody. No, there was no incest. When, huh? Your dad died when you were 10. That's pretty fucking horrific. Like, that would be my biggest fear, probably along with something happened to my kids. Yeah. So you say what? nothing bad happened to you, but that's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, yeah, but you know, hey, dude, I mean, people do die, you know. So Yeah, like, but you don't have that outlook on life when you're 10, do you? Yeah, but not oh. everybody that their dad dies that goes out and becomes a drug addict. See, I think there, there was a So point. why did you I, then? I think what happened, I don't know that I would not have become a drug addict had, mm. had my dad stayed alive. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah. If there was as much boredom in my life between 10 years old and 16, and then uh, 16 to, to 20. Like, like the other thing that people should look at is like, I hated school. I hated going to a classroom. I hated sitting there for 50 minutes. I hated that I didn't sign up for any of this bullshit. You know, I mm. liked the math class. That was the class I liked. And I liked the typing class because she was hot. <laughs> you know, but every other class was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. And why am I trapped in this room? And why do I have to do this? Had I done school the 12 years, the first 12 years, is that what y'all do here? Year 15. Oh, 15 years? Yeah, so 15, then you start choosing what your grades are. So six. No, six. Five, five six. or six to 15. Yeah, well, yeah. that's nine years. Oh, so yeah, nine sorry. Nine yeah, years. Yeah, well, yeah. We do 12 years, right? right? First grade to the 12th yeah. grade. So if they'd have done those 12... 12 grades and six, and I was getting out at 12, I probably wouldn't have used drugs. Yeah. I was, I was in boredom, man. Yeah. Like when I look back today, the thing that I always, that always causes me problems is boredom. Mm. If I'm bored, it's going to get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to get wrecked. Something's going to get destroyed. Yeah. And I was bored all the time in school. So when some dude passed me some weed, you know, I'm looking for male influence. Mm. Hey, man, what do you think? And my brother was looking for it. I had a twin brother. I, I have a twin brother. And, and, and so the next thing you know, we're using drugs every day. So every day I'm like, I'm not going to do it today. I'm not going to do it today. I'm not going to do it today. Eight o'clock in the morning, I'm not going to do it today. Nine o'clock, I'm doing it. Okay, that's does, it. That, does that kill your self-esteem? Oh, when you know God, you can't. You know, Ed Milet said to me, um, keeping the promises to yourself is what creates good self-esteem. It was destroying myself. Yeah. Love Ed, by the way. Mm. Destroying myself every day. The, the drugs are one thing. The sense of personal yeah. uh, can't degradation. Even keep a prob- I can't even to keep yourself a promise for an hour. Yeah. Not even an hour. Man. Yeah. So by the time I'm 25, I have failed myself, whatever that number is, 10, 90 times. Yeah. 365 days a year, every day. I'm, go- I'm not gonna, I-, I did it. I was so disgusted with myself by the time I was 23 years old. Mm. And then the people you start hanging around are terrible, you know, because they're all similar people. And so I was miserable, dude. I was, I was 135 pounds. I weigh 170 pounds today. So I was 30, 30, 30% lighter than I wow. am. I was sick. Mm. I was gray, ashy gray. Yeah. Uh, overdosed three times. Uh, it, was, it was terrible. No, but nobody would even know that that was me today. And then, so my mom 
said, hey, don't come here anymore. She had enough. And uh, I went to the treatment center two weeks later. Just check yourself in, did you? Yeah. Mm. So you think your mum did you a bit of a favour there? Oh, did me a big favour. Mm. I'm like, what took you so long? <laughs> yeah. You know, why, 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 why didn't you cut me off earlier? So um, I went to a treatment center, and, and, and when I was leaving, I was there 28 days. I got there, second, second or third day I got there. I don't remember the first two days, you know. So, so <laughs> third day I'm there. What's the guy's name? Ben. Ben must have been 65. He's probably my, my age then. He looked like he was 90. And I'm like, man. He's like, I said, what took you so long to get here, Ben? <laughs> and he's like, huh? I said, what took you so long to get here, man? He's like, oh, yeah, I've been dying. He's like, how old are you? I said, I'm 25. I said, man, why don't you hit bottom faster? Like, I was going at it so hard at the end that I was trying to hit bottom. Yeah. I was trying to get caught. I was trying to get pushed yeah. into some change. Mm. And so um, when I walked out of that treatment center after 28 days, the counselor there, I think his name was Phil. Phil said, I'll see you back here. I said, what? I'm never coming back. He's like, oh, you're coming back. He says, look, man, you, you have too many grandiose ideas. You want to write books. Because you go there and you spill your, your, your guts, right? And he's like, you, uh, you know, you, 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 a guy like you, you're too grandiose, too many big ideas. You want to be rich. You want to write books. He's like, you should just be satisfied if you never use drugs again. I said, fuck you, dude. I ain't coming back here. And Another my, great gift to you. See, him? Always, him? Oh, yeah. I mean, that wasn't a gift, dude. Well, it stop is it, a gift. Stop stop Surely it, that's a bit of motivation. Now you're being too optimistic. Nah, you're really? being too positive. But, all the, but there's a lot of people that are like, oh, they said this to me, and they said that to me, and they don't want me to succeed, dude, and they hate guy, on me. But that they, guy, they, that, that's no, motivation, isn't no, it? No, no, that guy, that guy. I hear you, but that guy. You're just being too, too, you got, you're just starting to act like an American. <laughs> maybe so, you should adopt me. I, I'm probably the most, sure. I'm probably the most American English person that, that is alive, I'd say. Maybe that's so. why I like you so much. <laughs> so, so, no, this dude, this dude was, this dude is, look, people, I need to do more than just not use drugs. Your life cannot be about, I'm just not going to use drugs and I'm not going to drink today. Hmm. You know, what, what are you going to contribute? If I was not contributing to society today, I'd be using drugs. Yeah. If I wasn't the author, if I'm meant to write books and I don't, where's all that energy going? Mm. This is what I wrote about in Be Obsessed or Be Average. My obsessions and addictions were never the problem. It was the direction of the obsessions and the addictions. So people are like, dude, I, you, the, the people that hate on me, my contemporaries, okay, my peers, they, they hate my work ethic. They're like, dude, the guy is unstoppable. Like, because it becomes threatening. They're like, this this guy, if they if they put in eight hours or ten hours a day, they know I'm doing twelve and thirteen and fourteen and fifteen hours. They they know the guy doesn't stop. It just keeps pouring it on. Yeah. And um where where does that energy come from? Well, yeah. that's what I, I just all I did was convert. Right. The Can negative, I quickly ask you that? Yeah, Sorry yeah, to yeah, jump yeah, in yeah, because yeah, otherwise no, I'll, I'll lose in. it. Because you yeah. said earlier, you know, you manage your energy well. You move all your pieces around the chessboard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd lo yeah, love yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. How do you manage your energy? How do you balance all these things that you're doing? Yeah. How do you do the 15 hours a day? How do you stay? I mean, you're always smiling. Every time I see you, you're always smiling. Oh yeah, even, thank you, even when you're saying something hard, you're always there's a smile. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I just want to say I love that about you. Oh, thank you, man. Because I. It, you make me want to smile more yeah, yeah, and yeah, you make me yeah. want to do more of my own shit yeah, when yeah, yeah, yeah. so 
but not everyone can manage their energy, and yeah, everyone and, well, everyone, and everyone well, has bad days. Not and everybody it, takes responsibility for their energy. Okay, yeah, so, good so distinction. The thing, to, the thing to do is to take responsibility for the energy. Yeah. Like I don't manage anything. I manage nothing. Except micromanaging. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm. Micro, I don't think I'm managing. I think I'm running, controlling. Right. I think I'm running the operation. Yeah. So, so like time. So, what's the difference in running so, and managing? Well, because I think I, like, like, like I, I come in today. I, I walk. You know, I, we we fly into London. Uh, we get here eleven fifteen. I, I don't know what I'm going to do next. There's five thousand people out there. Somebody sends me a text. Okay, this is what your day looks like. Okay, now now I start. I start running and hustling from mm-hmm. one thing to the next thing. In between, what I'm going to do is I'm going to jam. I'm going to jam stuff in between events so that I leave this. I'm going to be here eight or nine hours. I'm going to leave this, and it's going to feel like I was here eight days. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to jam as much in so I don't get in trouble because the more active I am, I'm creating time basically. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to manage time. I'm not trying to manage my day. I'm trying to create my day. Yeah. So I, I look at everything as like I'm creating something. I'm creating always in creation because that keeps me from being effect. So I'm either going to be pushing this thing or it's going to be pushing on me. And, um, you know, I'm not, I, look, I don't fly the plane. I can only push as much as my skills allow me to. Yeah. So I can tell the guys from the back, hey, guys, give, give us a good straight landing right down the middle, okay? Give us a little faster. Give us a little higher. But I'm just bullshitting from the back yeah. because I can't fly the plane. You know, I'm in the back. I'm in the back of the plane. You guys are doing great up there, right? Okay? So, so keep it straight when you land, right? <laughs> Don't wreck this thing. Don't damage it, right? I'm just bullshitting from the back. Yeah. You guys, you guys, autopilot. That's all y'all do up there, right? <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I, I make this joke about pilots. I'm like, anybody can fly a plane. Not anybody, not not just anyone can buy a plane. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it, 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 it's a it's a kind of tongue and cheek thing because I can't fly a plane. So it doesn't matter how much I want to, I can't. So yeah. I can't micromanage that. But what I can do when I'm on the plane, like last night, we got on at ten o'clock. Got to the airport at 9.45, walked on the plane, beds are made, two kids, a nanny, Elena, all have our little separate beds. Bam, we knock out. We wake up at 11.15 this morning, mm. here. So I'm refreshed, ready to go. And then somebody sends me a little thing and says, this is what you're doing today. First, you got Rob Moore. I said, oh, God damn, not that guy. <laughs> that dude. Okay. So, so then we'll bang, 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 bang. And then we're going to leave out uh, here about 9 o'clock tonight, go to Dubai, and, yeah. and do that all over again. Mm. So that's how every day works, okay? Except for today, when I woke up here, some somewhere this morning, somebody, when they wake up, is going to send me, the first thing that happens to me every morning is I get a cash account. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. So I, I say, okay, okay, nobody's stealing from me. <laughs> okay, those numbers are getting bigger. Okay, that one went down. Okay, I know this money's going here. I need money, man. I got, yeah. I'm playing chess. Those are my pieces. Mm. And if I didn't have money, it would be, okay, what's my time? It's either money or time. Which one am I? Which one am I running? Yeah. Can I add one thing? Yeah, please. Because I've got this theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love your theories. Thank you. <laughs> so I think a lot of people talk about burnout, working too hard. You, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, you see yeah. people who have energy and don't have energy, yeah. uh, and I think they miss one thing. I be, I believe energy comes from doing what you love and having. 
being passionate about it because you know like if you study the universities the lights that were on at three in the morning were the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world yeah, yeah. Uh, you have a kid playing a computer game he's yeah. not like oh, I need a break every 15 minutes playing this computer game yeah. he's playing this computer game for 10 hours no break no lunch not going to the toilet yeah, so yeah, when you're yeah, doing yeah, something you really enjoy the passion for me yeah. that's as good an energy as going to the gym or eating good food or yeah. or getting rest what do you think about that you know look I don't think um, I, I don't think that people burn out. I think it's impossible. I'm not a, I'm not a piece of wax. I'm not a candle. Mm. So the burnout thing was put on us by people that quit already. Yeah. Oh, you're going to burn out, dude. You're going to burn out. Burnout is never about work. Nobody burns out because they work too hard. Oh, you're burning the candle at both ends? I, I'm a spiritual being. I can create energy. This is an irresponsibility. Like, I've never met a human being that was made of wax. You know? Oh yeah, but yeah, I'm burning at both ends. You're you're a being. You're a being. Okay, like quit saying something's happening to you. This goes back to cause and effect. Mm. I create energy, and I love your example of the kids. Okay, that kid can play that game. It's always a game, though. Yeah, all day, all night. It's always a game. Mm. There's nothing that entertains people more than a game. And so when I was uh, 18 years old, man, I was playing a game called Asteroids. I would play. I would play. $80 of it a day because it costs a quarter every game, right? And I'm just piling, throwing them in, doing anything I can to get quarters so I can dump them into this, into this game. Mm. And I was trying to get to the next level. Look at how people play Candy Crush, 700 levels, and they're still looking for the next level over yeah. and over again. It's games, man. Mm. And that energy doesn't run out until you hit boredom because you can see a kid play a game too long and then they start getting like kind of smashed in and their attitude gets bad because they've been playing that same game too long. Yeah. So I know that as long as I'm interested, not for me, not passionate. What's the difference for you? Well, for me, for me, I need to be able to win at a game. If there's a chance I can win, I'll be excited about the game. If there's no chance to win, I have no interest. So for me, for me, the idea that I'm going to follow my passions is a little bit Deluded for me. I, I, I think people are looking for their passion. I would not follow my passion. I would, I would follow the wins. Right. So are you saying there's things that you could really enjoy, but you don't think you could win? Is that what you mean? I, I, I think if, if, you, if, yeah, I think that if you're, if there's no victory, the passion is is a little bit, um, narcissistic. Mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I'm meant to be an artist. Maybe ain't nobody buying your art. Nobody's buying it. All you're doing is stacking art. Okay, who is so selfish? I do this for me. Makes me feel good. Seven billion people on this planet, man. Yeah. Like if you keep all this to yourself, sooner or later you're just gonna look like a junkyard around you. And it, at some point you're gonna see this person cave in in depression. Mm. And and it's like like where's the where's the, where, where where do you get the art out? Like you know. Like I love watches, right? So Most do of my I. Wa- huh? So do I. Yeah. yeah. Most of my watches end up on somebody else's arm. Yeah. Like I like I have it for a while. I love it for a while, and then I'm like, here, you have it. Yeah. And so for me, like it needs to get out, and mm-hmm. and, and um, I, I have a victory in that. Yeah. I see it on somebody else's arm. It makes me happy. Yeah. And and so if if I write a book, and the book doesn't get sold, I'm not going to be excited about that book. Mm. I need the book in hands of other people. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm buying real estate and I can't actually make money on it, I'm probably not going to be excited about that game mm. very long. Every time I buy a piece of real estate, I lose money. Yeah. 
I'm gonna be like, you know what? I ain't got any passion for real estate. Anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, now, that's. Um, I like that because it's more specific. Because yeah. a lot of people say, just do what you love. I would tell people to follow the money. That's what I would tell people. Yeah. Follow the money. But follow but the victories. In, in a way that, in a game you maybe enjoy and you've got some interest in. Maybe you enjoy it. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Yeah. I guarantee you're not going to enjoy it if you never paid for it. Yeah. If the world will not reward you, if the world will not say, here, I want to exchange something I find valuable with something you do, you know, you might want to you might want to look at a different thing to do mm. because if it's valuable, people will pay you for it. Yeah. So something you said before the interview, but then I picked up something. I'm fascinated by this. Uh, so you said to this um, older guy who was in the um, rehab center, yeah, yeah. "Why didn't you get to the bottom faster?" Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And before the cameras came on, you're like, "I don't care if it's good. I want it fast." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. just talk about that because I think speed is so important nowadays. Dude, it is, yeah, it is so important. So like, and, and, and people that can move fast. You know, they have confidence. Yeah, because procrastination, the yeah. curse of perfectionism. Yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. want everything to be right and good. There's a big difference between being a surgeon and a pilot where you do have to follow a process and you do have to get good. But as an entrepreneur, you, you can get things out when the ink isn't dry. Yeah. So so I agree. Like, like you're not going to hear an argument from me. <laughs> I agree. I just want to hear your side of it, yeah. No, no. Look, look, I would rather fast than perfect. Yeah. I would rather... I'd rather I'll post something that's got grammatical uh, issues. The first book I ever wrote had hundreds of misspelled words, not a few, hundreds of them. Mm. And a guy, I remember a guy, first person that told me about him, I didn't see him, <laughs> but I wrote it. It wasn't a ghostwriter, I wrote the book. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. So um, the guy calls me and says, man, you got hundreds of misspelled words. I, I have a spreadsheet, he's trying to be of service to me. He's like, he sends me a spreadsheet, grammar, Colons, semicolons. I, I use semicolons where there should be colons, uh, commas where there should be periods, and he's like run-on sentences, and, and he sends me this whole spreadsheet, like forty pages of corrections. I said, man, thanks for doing that. Yeah, man. He's like, uh, I, I just want to be sure you get it right. I said, bro, it's a best-selling book. It's a best-selling fucking book. <laughs> and he's like, huh? I said, it's a bestseller, son. It's not a best-written. Yeah. It ain't a perfect grammar book. Like I've never been perfect. I'm sloppy. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I push hard. I push fast. But I'd rather, I'd rather, you know, I remember Bill Gates. Bill Gates says, look, if, if Microsoft can't be the best, let's make it look like it's the best. You know, when China was ripping Bill off, he's like, if they're going to rip somebody off, let's make sure they rip off Microsoft. Mm. Like the attitude is like, get to the market. You know, get to the market, be in the market, put it in, the, put it in people's hands. We can fix it later. If you look at, if you look at the, 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 this little device right here, they came out with an 11. The 11 had so many bugs in it. Every day people were getting, you've been updated. <laughs> updated is code for phone was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. and, and we had to push it out because we want to hit our quarter. Yeah. And we want to keep people excited with new products. Mm. So we're willing to hit people with a new product that's got bugs in it. Now the perfectionist says, no, no, we need to wait, okay? We gotta get it perfect, we gotta get it fixed, which means you're gonna get slaughtered in the marketplace by a beast that runs faster and dominates the market and overwhelms the customer with new products. 
uh, while you're sitting back in your laboratory saying, hey, we're gonna make it perfect. Mm. That goes for the artist, to the businessman, to the musician, to everyone. To the, yeah. to the, this is why men have a, an advantage in social media over women. Because women gotta do the filter, gotta fix their hair, gotta do their makeup. Or bodybuilding world champions. He's, He's gotta go pump first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty, 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 Ty's back there, Ty yeah. Lopez. He's yeah. back there, Ty's a friend of mine. He's back there pumping up right now. Yeah. He's trying to get his pecs swollen, <laughs> you know? So, so like, like you, watch, you watch my social media, like, like we, most of it's not planned. Not 90% of it's not planned. Mm. I have bad hair days. I say the wrong things. I want to push the. I want to push product out. I want to get. I, I'd rather frequency, frequency and speed over quality. Mm. And I'll figure the quality out as I go. Yeah, yeah. And you, if you've got followers, you get enough feedback from them. They can give you the best ideas for your product if it's out there because they can give you the feedback. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you know, I'd rather have them complain about something they got than than admiring something they got from somebody else. Mm. So I, I don't mind it. It doesn't have to be. I, I never go into anything thinking it's going to be perfect. Yeah. When we did we did our growth conference last year, thirty five thousand people in Marlins Stadium. Uh, Sherry asked me. Sherry's our CEO. She's like, "Hey, what do you want to accomplish this?" I said, "I want people to walk in the room. When they walk in, I want them to look around and say, Fuck, 'Fuck, I'll never do. I'll never do anything the way I was doing it. I don't want us to do one thing. I want people to walk in, look around, left, look right, and then say, "Damn.'" I need to do things bigger. Mm. I'll never do my life the way I did. And, and I don't want to have to do anything to do that. I just wanted to walk in and be so impressed with the space. And I, I didn't want the event to be perfect or go perfect or everybody to be happy. 94% of the people said they'd come back. 6%? Whatever. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised we even got them to go once. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah. Um, Haters, critics, trolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, we call, sometimes call them wankers in England. Wankers. <laughs> wankers. Clickbaiters. Yeah. What's your thoughts on dealing with them? Because it's a big thing for people. I know yeah. probably not so much for you, but it is a big thing for people. Oh, no, it's huge for me. Dude. Yeah. They, no, nobody's got more haters than that. No, I but it stops a lot of people. And it doesn't stop you. Yeah, because, because, because I, I, you know, it, it's a different... For me, like, I understand that... If you get, if you're going to get success, you're going to get the haters. That's the price, or one of the costs. That's one of the prices. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So because it goes back to what I said earlier, all haters. First of all, we should not admire haters the way we do. We even call them haters. They're not haters. They're quitters. Mm. They're quitters. All haters are quitters. Like this should be the this should be the title of your your thing. All haters are quitters. Yeah. All haters. Yeah. All haters. Yeah. Including me. Anytime I hate on something, okay, yeah. I am a, I quit on that thing. Like I hate drugs. I quit drugs. I hate drugs. I hate people that use drugs. I don't trust people that use drugs. Like no drug is safe for me. And and I know I believe that no drug is safe for other people. Now some people are gonna be like, no, no, I'm, I'm using cannabis uh, recreational. It's cool, man. And I use psychedelics and I do this. Good, dude. I hate drugs. I want to make it clear. I fucking hate drugs. And I, I hate drugs for you, and I hate drugs for him. I hate drugs for everybody. So I can be wrong, but right now, I'm going to hate drugs. Why? Because I quit drugs. Now, if you're hating on Grant Cardone, and I hadn't done anything to you, I'm over here minding my own business, or 
building my own business, <laughs> <laughs> you know, minding, micromanaging my own business so it grows. So, so if I'm doing that, okay, and you're hating on me, why are you hating on me? Uh, he uses social media too much. These are, every example I go over, it's because you don't use it enough. He works too much, it's because you, you, you don't work enough. Uh, he doesn't spend enough time with his kids. You don't even have kids. Like, I got people hating on me because I got my kids on my plane. Oh, you're gonna ruin your kids. If I'm gonna ruin my kids, I'm gonna ruin them private. <laughs> you know? So, so um, what are you quitting on? Like, so I, it's very, very important for me, like when I hate on somebody, I need to understand, did I quit on something? Yeah. Or am I legitimately hating on this person for a reason? Because I'm, I'm trying to make a statement publicly. Mm. And, and there, are, there are people I publicly hate on. And why do you do that? Uh, because I want to make it clear that they should not be doing business with this person. They should not be admiring this person. They should not, like as an opinion leader, I think I have some responsibility to tell people, you, you don't want to follow that. If you're going to follow him, don't follow me. Yeah. You can't follow both of us and, and think that you're going to get any place, mm. which is a huge problem today with social media because people will listen to three or four or five influencers, four of which don't make any money. Like, they're, they're more interested in likes and comments than they are a bank account. I'm not interested in the influence. Like, I've never considered myself a, a, an influencer. I've considered myself a businessman. Mm. So, <clears throat> I want to make money. I want my companies to make money. I want the department to make money. I want the division to make money. The, to the degree that the, the company, the division, the household is profitable, the country's profitable, it means we're doing good things. Mm. And so, um, when John comes and listens to me, and then listens to another guy says, oh, you need to save your money. And I'm like, you need to use every penny you have to grow your brand. If you gotta go into debt to grow your brand, do that. If you gotta, if you gotta borrow money to, to get connections, do that. And this other guy's saying, don't borrow money. Well, the guy's gonna do nothing. Little Dave's gonna do, he won't do anything mm -hmm. because there's a conflict in his mind. Grant said do it, Dave said don't. Yeah. I won't do anything. So what, the problem of maybe too much information, too much, too much. Too, too, yeah. too much information that's conflicting, so yeah. he would be better off. So I gotta make it clear, Dave's wrong, to my public. Mm -hmm. Dave's wrong, but maybe Dave's right for you. But Dave's wrong for me because I wanna expand. Dave's right for you because you wanna stay small. Oh, by the way, staying small never works. So like, like why, you, does, why does that never work? Staying small? Yeah. Well, there's no proof on the planet that it ever worked. Yeah. There's not one person, there's not one company or person that stayed small and we know about it. Give me a name of a small person that made it. I don't have one because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stay small either. So. Uh, yeah. Like nothing, no book, no program, no movie, nothing. There's no- Evolu Evolution is growth, that's what it is. Yeah. It's the human purpose, I believe. Yeah. Evolution, which is growth. So a purpose of a, a good company is to get bigger to help more people. Yeah. So, so there's no, small doesn't work. I mean. No. What about it, though, because I'm, I'm, I'm sort of fascinated. And this, this is what separates the wealthy from everybody. Yeah. The wealthy are like, hey, we want to get bigger. Mm. And, and, and the middle class is like, the middle class is like, I just want to be happy. Like, what are you going for here? I just want to be happy. I just want to, I just, li listen to the self-talk here. I want to be happy. I want to make sure we got a nice place for the kids to grow up. I want to make sure they have bicycles and, and we take one trip a year and, 
me and me and hunky door we love each other and everything's going to be good and we take care of our family and our parents and everything's about us this is how i grew up everything was about five people under one roof there was no other world yeah that, that that's not contribution and they they have to consume from producers to survive and sustain that unit yeah yeah and my, my family's so big today like like i i have family all over the world I walk into this Costas across the street to get a cup of coffee, man. These people just bomb me. Uncle G. Like, I got family members everywhere. I got people that I don't know that love me as much as my family loves me. Mm. You know, that, that follow more of what I do than maybe my sister does. Yeah. So, so we, can, we, can, we can build a bigger family and a bigger business. And, that, and that's all I'm saying. So, so when I, with the hater thing, I tell my sister, my sister Diane all the time, I said, look, Cause she gets, when she sees people hating on me, my religion, or they hate on my, uh, you know, the what, my car I drive, or that I bought a plane, or whatever. I said, sis, you can't. If if it bothers you, don't read it. Cause probably twenty percent of these people are just idiots. You know, they don't. On any given day, they could be an idiot. Tomorrow, they could be fine. But today, whatever happened to them, I don't. I don't know. Mm. And some people just want to hate. Yeah. Cause they quit on the thing that they wanted to do, and I remind them the thing they quit on. Mm. So there's one question I don't want to ask, and therefore I'm going to make myself ask it. Yes, yeah, sure. Because that's kind of how I like to do it. And then we'll do a quick fire if okay, that's all right. Okay, so I okay. just want to make sure okay. you've got time before sure, sure. you go on stage. So the question I really don't want to ask, so I'm challenging myself to ask it, is about Scientology and okay. your relationship yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, why, so why don't you want to ask that question? I think it's personal. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's your decision, your choice. Yeah, I'm yeah, not really yeah. actually bothered about people's religions yeah, yeah. or faiths. A lot I'm of people are bothered by this. Yeah, they are. I'm well, just saying I'm not. Yeah, I don't really yeah, ever yeah. do. I don't really ever go into politics, religion, or marriage speak. Yeah, They're yeah, the, my yeah, three yeah, that yeah, I just yeah. I keep my gob shut. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I wanted to challenge myself to ask you something yeah. I wouldn't normally ask. Yeah, sure. Um, so, what is that all about? What, why is it something you? Believe in what do you well, believe in? Yeah, because it's what work, is it? it? It's worked for me. So what is like, it? Like why it, do you believe in it? And it, it, it's it's a um, look. I've been interested my whole life in who I am, who I am. Why am I either winning in life or having troubles in life? You know, what does it take to make a marriage work? What does it take to make money work? What does it take to be happy? Why, how can I find my purpose? Where's my energy at? Scientology's helped me with all those things. Mm. Like I was a mess twenty five years ago. And Scientology is a, it's a very practical. It is not what you see in the papers, the tabloids, CNN, or the quitter on the documentary, okay? Like, it's for people that are honest, that wanna take a look at their life and know they have more potential. And, and, and if you believe you have more potential, what they do there is they show you ways to get rid of things that might be blocking the individual. They showed me, like, how I could remove barriers in my life, mm. self-imposed barriers, self-imposed destructive thinking, ideas, uh, weird reactions that I had to situations, um, the inhibition to talk to people, the ability to have confidence in any room or in any interview or to, to know how to communicate. These are simple courses, dude. Some yeah. of these courses, like one of the lies about by the fake media is about Scientology is just for rich people. There's courses there that are $15 on communication mm. that would change a person's life. Yeah. There's a, a $29 confidence course that I took that like changed my ability to speak to people. Mm. There's courses on financial stress 
I've taken these courses. I think this course was 19 bucks, okay? I mean, if this is gonna break you, you're fucked up already, okay? <laughs> yeah. and, and the, the difference in this religion and other religions is it doesn't impose how you think about God. This is not a Muslim God. This is not a Christian God. This is not, they, they, they leave that alone, okay? And like, like you could be a Catholic and Scientology would just make you a better Catholic. Mm. But what's it, what's it really gonna do for you is it's gonna make you a better husband, better father, better leader, better mother, yeah. better son. Um, so, it, for, so for it, me, that's personal development. It is, per, it is it, but, but, but look, man, when you get better, that is spiritual. Mm. Yeah, but, but it's that, not necessarily religious, is it? Spiritual and religious are not necessarily the same thing. No, that, I agree with that, mm. I agree with that. But, but to the degree that I have a spiritual experience, could be religious. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm in a church. No. It doesn't mean I'm in a pew. It doesn't mean I pray. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to donate to the church. You could do all those things. Yeah. But um, it's been unbelievable for me, man. Yeah. Like that's all I know. I don't know what it does for you. I don't know what it would do for you. I don't know if it works for anybody else. I know, a, you know, the great secret. You want to know the great secret about Scientology? That oh, no. nobody knows. Oh no, that great secret about life. But let's do the Scientology well, first. Then, then, then th th that's what they have there. They have the secret of life there. Yeah, it's amazing. And what's that? Well, but I'm gonna tell you the other great secret. Okay. You, you, the only way you would find out the great secret of life. Sorry, you know I like speed. We've got to yeah, do this yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the great secret about Scientology is how many super, super successful business people use it. Mm. That that they're not in the media. Nobody knows they're using it. Yeah. Because look, a successful businessman knows, or businesswoman knows, money's not everything. You know, you talked about me smiling. Like money don't make you smile. You know, no amount of money's just gonna make you. It's just not, money's dead. And so you gotta be happy inside. Mm. And so I don't ever talk about being happy. Like never. Who's talking about being happy? People that are searching for happy. Because mm. <laughs> they're struggling with it. So look, it's made me happier. It's made me, I can handle stress. People put, people put uh, those blood pressure things on me. Doctors are like, I know this thing's gonna go off the roof. <laughs> They're like, I can't, even find your, I can't even find your pulse. Like your blood pressure's so low. Yeah. My health is good. You know, I'm a happy guy, I don't use drugs. My marriage is working, my kids love me. Some of my customers love me, <laughs> you know? So it's yeah. just made my life better, man. Yeah, great. I'm glad I asked it. I'm glad you asked it, man. I'm, I'm sorry you were scared to ask it. I wasn't scared. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I, I don't. Wait till you see the comments, though. Wait yeah. till you see the people that comment. Oh, my God, I'm never following I like to there. challenge myself to go in places. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love Thank to sit you. here and talk about business and money and relationships yeah. with you the whole time. And all the other stuff, I'm not, not really that interested yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So, you, which is why I pulled some of that in, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. challenge myself. And, and notice, I uh, like, I never go around promoting Scientology no. to anybody. So the only time I ever talk about it is when it's brought up to me. Because yeah. somebody's like, hey, I gotta know. Yeah. You know, like you did. Yeah. So, yeah. It's cool, man. But mum was to challenge myself to yeah, ask something, awesome. something different. That's awesome, man. Cool, so we'll do um, quick fire, because I want to make sure, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so you have an accounting degree. Did that help you build your empire? Was it a great thing no. for you? No. No. Um, should... No, it, do, it did give me confidence, though. It did give me confidence that I, that I don't need to turn my accounting over to somebody else to know, like I can let them do the work. Yeah. But but I, I, I know how I can play the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the difference between someone who's made a million and someone who's made a hundred million? Uh, 99. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more 99. Than that. Huh? No, no, there's a lot. There's, you know, possibility. 
possibility. Once you do a million, first of all, a million dollars, all you're going to do with a million dollars is you're going to find out how scared you are and how little you know. Yeah. So nobody, it, the only people that think a million dollars is a lot of money is people that don't have it. Yeah. Because anybody has it. Like, nothing. A million pounds. Nothing. Of, yeah, a million dollars. Million, even less dollars, than a million, million pounds. pounds. A million whatever. Yeah. You can't live on that. You can't. You, your audience is going to hate you more for that statement than, than, than anything I've said today. That's fine, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. No, you, can't, you can't live 40 years on a million pounds. The only people that think you can live on a million pounds are the people that don't have a million pounds. Yeah. So now, what's the difference between that and 100? Everything. Yeah. Like, you know, what's the difference between 100 and 400? Even more. Yeah, we'll talk about that the next one we do. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Um, what's your, I mean, I think I know the answer because you mentioned it. But what's your attitude to fear and risk? Uh, yeah, you got to, you got, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to take risk. The, the 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 best way to stay out of harm's way is to be the most dangerous person in the room. Right, I like that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Do you ever though sometimes think, man, I'm taking too big a risk here? Every, every every deal I do. Yeah, every deal I do. To make you feel alive. No, I know I'm alive. I I just I just. Um, you know, like when you take on an arena and you're like, I'm in a book, there's 5,000 people here, mm. okay? My, 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 my gig did had seven times that many people, 35,000 people. Yeah. I mean, I sold out an arena as big as Jay-Z and Beyonce would sell out. The difference is I had them there for three days. They have them there for two hours. Mm. On Super Bowl weekend, our biggest football, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys laugh at our football, but we love it, right? So, so... The biggest uh, sports weekend in the United States of America is Super Bowl weekend. Mm. I held my event on that weekend. Freaking insane. Yeah. I know this is pedantic, but you you, you chuckled about the football thing. Yeah. But you throw it and we kick it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. (laughs) No, I totally agree. You're right. You guys are right. We're not football. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted By you. By the time we're kicking the ball, we, we, we're losing. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, we should have been pass ball. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, bu- I booked that place for 35,000 people. I, I sweated that for 365 days. Mm. Every day, I said, man, I made the wrong decision. I should not have done this. Literally, all the way up till the day the event started. Yeah. 35,000 people is a lot of people. You, you do events. Mm. Scariest thing a human being can do on this planet is an event. Is an event. <laughs> Definitely There's is. nothing scary. No. What, Give if me you an have, what if you have a tube strike, a bomb scare, you've put your 100 grand or your million or more in? Yeah. 10 million. 10 million. I spent 10 so million on that event. Yeah, I got 6 million in this Las Vegas we need, event. We need to 10x our events, don't we? I'm on that, tr- I'm on that path, Grant. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Ben wanted me to say this, and actually I should have said it at the start, but you just wanted me to make reference to the room we're in, didn't you? Yeah. Because as a um, director, you not so, you don't love this room, do you? It's all right. This room? Yeah. This room's fantastic. Actually, it's, the, these are good, though, aren't they? We should take dude, this Dude, and no, nobody's looking at this room. Right now, man. <laughs> They're listening to the interview, man. You've talked about everything from money to hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. to haters. We've covered a lot of to stuff. To Scientology to, like... To my smile. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nobody cares about this room. No. Too And you know, that, that's a cool thing about, you know, like I can be in any space today. Yeah. You know, I used to not be, be comfortable enough to be in any space with what, whatever, it's five people or it's 5,000 people or 35,000 people. My kids, my kids, my eight-year-old spoke to 35,000 people, wrote her own script, walked out, delivered a three-minute presentation to 35,000 mm. people. 
and was like, like the confidence that instills in a human being, yeah. man. So that's she my walked out. Check it out. She walks out and says, "They clap for her, right?" And she's like, "That's all y'all got?" <laughs> <laughs> so just throwing the swag. <laughs> that's my next um, yeah, yeah, question, actually. Yeah. Uh, is um, and we're on quick fire. Quick so, fire. Um, that means I'm supposed to do a quick answer. Uh, well, you can answer whatever you want. Okay. I just want. Um, okay. <laughs> what's your? What's the main thing you want to teach your kids? Uh, I don't really want to teach them anything. No. Yeah. I just want them. That they, 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 they'll see Papa. They'll see how Papa runs. I don't. I don't need to tell them anything. They emulate. They copy. Mm. So so they they'll they'll see me. I don't want to tell them anything. Yeah. Like hey, you see how I live my life. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Okay, but you ain't gonna get the company if you don't act like me. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get it, but it won't be you if you're gonna act like a little dick. Yeah. So, you know, they'll have to earn that. They will not get my money. I will not turn all that over to them. Um, they already earn a check from Cardone Capital. They earn that. Yeah. So what I do is I teach them through doing. Uh, we were in Fiji. We did, not, we did uh, 19 countries this year. And so they roll with us. And they're paid for that. that that's part of their... They got to get through school and they get paid, they get rewarded for some of the things they do. And then we'll give them little things that they can do along the way that are fun where they get, they earn money, where I can teach them about money. I don't teach them verbally about money. Yeah. I give them the experience. So there was like, I don't know, 20 things they had to do, one of which was to catch a fish with their hands <laughs> in Fiji. Okay. And so, and that was the completion of the deal. I said, once you do this, this is your last dr drill. You earn ten thousand dollars. Yeah, the ten thousand dollars will go into Cardone Capital. Cardone Capital will pay you every month. Yeah, you will live off of what Cardone Capital pays you. Mm. You will earn the money once; it will pay you forever. Yeah, they each caught a fish in their hands. They they kind of scammed the whole system. <laughs> <laughs> so leverage, whatever. Yeah. So, so, so uh, um, they got their first check this month, twenty three dollars. Great. Okay. Passive income. Eight and ten. They looked at it. I sent them a check. I know I don't wire it because I want them to see it. Yeah. Right? And they're like, "What do we do with this?" <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't know. They don't know any about a check. Yeah. They're like, "What? What do we do? How do we get the money?" And I said, "What do you want me to do with the money?" They're like, "Reinvest it." Yeah. Yeah. They said, "Put it back in." I said, "Do you understand? You caught a fish one time. It took them hours to catch this fish. It took them hours to do it." I said, "Do you understand? It's going to pay you this month. That fish. Next month. Three months from now. Four months from now." When you're, she's 10, Sabrina's 10. When she's 20, she'll still be getting a check from that fish and that fish will be dead. Yeah. The fish that keeps on giving. <laughs> I love it. So now they're trying to figure out how do I earn more money to put yeah. more money in the fund so I get more cash. Yeah. Because I don't want them reinvesting. I want them to spend the money. Yeah. The 23 bucks. Well, to get the benefit of it. Yeah, I want it, you to, to spend the money. money. Yeah. You could spend all the passive money you yeah. want. As long as you only spend passive money, which we could do a whole show on this. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if, People if are spending capital instead of income. Only spend passive yeah. income. Like, uh, I bought this watch, okay? Richard I bought Mille. this Richard. Yeah. yeah. I bought the Richard, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, dude, I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? The fucking stupid. 180,000. No, man, like stop it. Stop yeah. it. It's an RM11, stop. isn't it? This, this one, there's only 15 of this one, okay? So, um, I just want... Yeah. yeah, I have an I have an eleven. Oh, this is not an eleven. Yeah, yeah. there's fifteen of those. Oh, you're, so you're way it's off. a four. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, all right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he's trying to pick it up, but I said, okay, it's stupid. This is how I, this is how I spend stupid money. I love this watch, by yeah. the way. This is so classic. Thank you. Um, okay, I can buy two of them. This is my deal. I have to be able to buy two of them. This is the only time I'll I'll do something stupid. 
I got to be able to buy two of them. I have to be able to pay cash. It, it has to come out of passive income only. Yeah. And I need to still say that it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can do it. <laughs> yeah, it, look like, it looks like the 11, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. Much. What's the um, function difference? What's the two? I don't bar? know, dude. You don't care. Fuck it. So how much, how much are they US? Stupid, dude. 250? I can't even say it now. Yeah, of course you can. Keep going. Keep 500? Going. Keep, keep. Yeah. 500, yeah. yeah. Stupid. 15 yeah. of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but they've gone up like crazy. Yeah, the 11s. Whatever. The RMs. Yeah. It's all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> stupid. Um, alive and dead, who'd you like to spend a whole day with? Alive and dead? I mean, I'd love to spend a day with my dad, you know. Um, alive? Um... Jay-Z? Yeah. I'd love to spend a day with Jay-Z. I, I wouldn't want a photo from him. Yeah. But I'd love to hang out with him. Yeah, I, know, I don't do that. Like, don't ask the people for photos if I've yeah, got 10 minutes do. with Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You're no, going to get one with I've me already before got, I leave. I've already got you looking at my watch like this and <laughs> drooling over it. No, no. What, my point, I'll have a photo after I've spent two hours yeah, with them yeah, if yeah, they want yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't have a photo with them if I've got two minutes with them. Yeah, that's I'll the, talk to them and ask yeah, them a question. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Jay Z. Great. Oh, something. Uh, like I, I Maybe a, even Kanye. Kanye's he's kind of drifting off. Of he's getting a little weird right now. But yeah. anyway, I love Kanye's music. Yeah. Old Kanye. Though. Yeah. But I mean, you putting it out there, it'll probably happen, won't it? I don't. I, yeah. I've just, I've, uh, I just started putting on my social media. I want yeah, to speak yeah. to this person. I want to speak to that person. Yeah, yeah. Like push myself to do more. We got Kevin you, Hart coming to my next conference. Great. Yeah. So someone normally knows someone, don't they? Yeah. I probably got Pit, Pitbull coming. I just had I had lunch with him the other day. He's fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. He's like, what do you want me to do with the deal? I'm like, I don't want you to sing and dance. I just want to talk business with you. Yeah. Like his business story is unbelievable. Yeah. So um, I'd like to give you a, a, a two gifts. Oh, um, please, man. So I hope it's not it, just it, half a it, cookie right it, now. No, I, I ate that half. I'm trying <laughs> to stay lean. Yeah. Yeah, it's working. Yeah, I just licked it. That's, okay, that's <laughs> nice. Here, let me have the rest yeah. of it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> two documentaries I've watched which have completely changed yeah. me. One was the Alexander McQueen documentary, Get ha It On. Seen it. No, so that's one gift that I give to you. To just okay. The guy, I mean, he, he, he um, committed suicide at 40. I turned 40 this year. Uh, and it was a big Don't fuel for me, big fuel for me having a really big year. Yeah. Um, everyone I've recommended that documentary to, it blows them away. So the Alexander McQueen one. Um, he's my dead guy if I could meet someone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and alive, there's a chap called Billy Munger in the UK um, who was a Formula 4 racing driver, had a crash, both of his legs amputated. Oh, wow, And wow. then hustled to get the law changed um, so that disabled people could drive, got him back in Formula 3 and is winning races. Wow. And I've got him agreed to do the podcast. Wow. He's another guy. It's amazing. Yeah, and I just, people like that, just the world needs to know about yeah, people yeah, like that a bit yeah. more. So if you thank get a chance to watch you, their documentaries. Thank you, thank you for those gifts. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, do you watch documentaries? Do you like yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, I will. Like, I didn't watch the Michael Jackson documentary because I didn't, I don't think it's fair. No. To, to, to do a guy without him being able to defend Agreed. himself. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not watching that. Yeah. But I mean, I like watching the ones where you learn yeah. stuff. You learn about people. Yeah, you yeah I love that. Business. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, best book you've ever read? God, man, I've read so many good books. I mean, there's a book I read on nanotechnology that just like freaked me out. Like, I loved it so much. Uh, uh, I, I, I read a lot of black ops books too. Yeah. I like that. Like, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing right now, I'd be a black ops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd want to be like. Yeah. You know. Love it. Okay. Um, I've got here, but I've, I've kind of taken your fire a bit, but I'll ask you anyway. Best documentary you've ever watched? 
best documentary. Uh, probably that that one where the guy that that brought Elvis out. Uh, what's the name of the dude? Jerry. Uh, I uh, forget his last name right now. He, he died a couple years ago, but he was a promoter. Mm. I loved his story. Have you seen uh, the Bob Hope? The Bob Hope? Uh, the Bob Hope documentary. That was awesome too. Yeah. He grew up dirt poor. You know, right. you remember Bob Hope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a selfish question because I just yeah, love yeah. watching all the documentaries. Oh, yeah, so I yeah. wanna, this is really for me. Yeah. Um, have you seen Supermensch? He promoted a lot of bands. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's a brilliant one. Yeah. He promoted Ozzy. Okay. And you know, got him huge. Yeah. yeah. So um, you watch a lot of TV. Just documentaries where okay, you learn. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> I'm not wasting my life watching okay, okay. sitcoms. Okay. Um, best advice and worst advice you've ever received? Best advice I've, I've ever gotten mm. was, um, I mean, I've had a lot of good advice, but uh, probably buy the plane Yeah. from my buddy. And worst? Uh, also, my uncle, when I was 31, he, he said, hey, you need to learn how, you, you need to start investing money now. You get, get, you get your money to work. Yeah. And then the worst advice I've ever been given was, hey, bigger's not better. He got Phil, Phil told me, he's like, hey, bigger's not better, Grant. I said, did you bust out? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I did. He said, yeah. I went bigger, and, and, and he had to file bankruptcy. Yeah. If, if you had to yeah. bust out, what would you do? Uh, what would I do? Uh, well, I'd, I'd negotiate. Mm. I mean, I'd negotiate. That's what I would do. Mm. You know, I'm not going to bust out. No. My my deals too. Like like I, I practice extreme. Like a lot lot of, I'm very practical. Yeah. So the the income I have from the properties, could float me for. I, I every day I wake up. Please bring recession on. Please, it is time. <laughs> What's the accident? <laughs> Please. I don't know what accident is that. I don't know. Please. When, when, when I pray, I go into an accident. Yeah. I think it gives me access. <laughs> <laughs> Please, 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 recession. Yeah. I don't know what accident is. No, it's good. <laughs> is there one thing in the world you'd like to change? Uh, yeah, financial, financial uh, illiteracy. Mm. Like if I could, look, the whole thing's a big scam. The money thing's a big scam. And if I could change people, it, the, the, to get people to think like, dude, you can have a lot of money. Like that, I would love to change that idea. I yeah. don't care who people are. Yeah. Like the fact, that, the fact that I have money is proof. Like the financial condition that I am is proof to the entire planet that anybody can do this. Yeah. All right, yeah. two more. I'm still yeah. annoyed. I'm annoyed with myself. I got the watch wrong. I'm normally good on the watches. Well, what happened about the watch? Well, I told you wrong. I told you it was an 11. Oh, what is I it? I thought it was an 11, but it's a 4. Okay. It was, yeah. yeah it's a big difference. There it is. <laughs> That's all good. We all learn, yeah. don't we? There's always you know, more to you know, learn. You know, you know watches better than I do. And sometimes. I don't even know what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've started asking people this. It's, it's really fun. Um, well, for me, uh, if there's any one person you would recommend to come on this podcast and show, who would it be? Who do you think uh, I should talk to? Oh, um, man, who who have I done a great podcast with? Grant Cardone. This yeah. Is, <laughs> no, uh, no, you ought to get Ty. Ty Ty's fun. Yeah. You know, he's completely different, that dude. You know, yeah. like um, I don't like like the interview you do. You're great at it. Thank you. I doing the interviews is so hard for me. Yeah. Um, you've but done. I, I, you've I, done my like, Tim story. Have you done Tim? No. Tim Grover. 
Those guys are okay, great. Okay, cool. Um, we'll make a note of those. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, successful people. Yeah. Huh? You know. I just like to challenge myself to think outside of my sphere yeah. of who I might normally want to get. Yeah. I mean, for me, this is quite a selfish act a lot of the time. I just yeah. talk to people I want to talk to. Yeah, yeah. So that you say the interview yeah. thing's hard. For me, it's yeah. not because I'm just talking to people I want to talk yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. But then sometimes I challenge myself and get someone maybe I don't think I like uh-huh. or maybe I don't think fits the, the show concept yeah, to yeah, just challenge yeah, myself yeah. To, to stay grounded. What, ha- what happens to you when you're interviewing somebody and you disagree with what they're saying? Like you, like you know it's total bullshit. I haven't had a lot of that. Oh my God, I have. Yeah. I, 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 People, I'm like, blah, you blah, just blah, call blah. them straight out then? I can't help myself. No. <laughs> yeah. I can't help myself. I think I would. I'm probably not as directly as you. I'd yeah, probably yeah, more yeah. pose a question. Yeah, yeah. I did, I did one interview where I didn't call the guy out and I regret it so yeah. much because he's such a criminal. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. But that's fine. All right. <laughs> um, this podcast is all about being disruptive. Yeah. So what does that yeah. word mean to you? It means you're going to change things, you know, but, I, you know, pe- people need to, you, you need to be profitable, not just disruptive. Mm. Like, because if, you, if you're not profitable, you're not going to be disruptive. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are just trying to make a lot of noise. It's like the influencer. They want to be an influencer. Dude, if you, if you don't make money, you're not going to influence much for very long. Mm. So I know there's this whole, uh, this whole movement right now to, like, content, a lot of content, yeah. make it free. You don't need to make money on it. You need to make money. Mm. Everybody needs to make money. You cannot disrupt without economics. Yeah. Grant, I've had a great time. Come on, man. Thank you very much. I love you. You too. Thank you.